Okay, this week's parsha. There's a pasuk that says, that you should cover the aron from inside and outside with gold. And Bamisen, <coughs> it's a, uh, it's only because the Torah demands it, because there's no need when you when you open the aron in shul, so everyone sees it by psicha. The aron in the kaddish hakadoshim never got opened. So, you know, I guess the Kaigala saw it on Yom Kippur, but the inside that it was covered with gold is purely because the Torah said inside and outside has to be covered with gold. Gemar Yuma learns from here, Amar Rava, Kol Tamar Chacham, She'en Teichei Kibarei, anyone that his insides, his real feelings, don't match exactly the way he acts, Enei Tamar Chacham, and then the Gemara continues, and if you teach him Torah, the Gemara says in Chulun, if you teach him Torah, it's Ilusarik Evan Lamarkulis. And this is how the Rambam Paskins in Parak Dalid of Hilchas Talmud Torah, that before you teach a Talmud, before you give him entrance into Bismedrish, you have to check if he's Taychei Kibare. The Rambam Paskins, the Gemara Numa, I'll bring Gemara Numa. The Rambam Paskins, the Gemara Numa. Bukhaira, the Gemara Numa, is not like a famous Gemara Brachas. Gemara Brachas says that they removed Gamliel from being Nasi, and they appointed Abulaz ben Azariah instead of him. And Abulaz ben Azariah's first move <coughs> as Nasi was to say he fired the guard of the Bismedrish. That the person who used to make sure to give an entrance Bechina to make sure that only people that are Teichei Kibare come in the Bismadrash. Ramon Gamliel had this guard employed to check and give this test to make sure you're Teichei Kibare before you get into Bismadrash. That guard, they fired. And Rabbi ben Azariah did not have this requirement of the Gemara and Yuma and the Rambam. Rabbi ben Azariah said, no, anybody could come to Bismadrash. Even though outwardly he looks from and inside he's not quite Outwardly, he looks like a tzaddik, and inside, he's not so. Don't worry. Come to Bismarck, it's fine. And the Gemara seems to be very happy with this. The Gemara says, because they took down the guard, there was a reboy of learning in Bismarck, that the Bismarck grew by hundreds and hundreds of benches. And because the Bismarck grew, they learned Bismarck's edius that day. And anything that was a suffolk was decided on that day. It was a great day. And in fact, the Gemara continues to Erbun Gamliel himself regretted his policy of not letting these people in Bismedrish, and even he felt bad. So Lachaira, we have a steer in Gemaris. The Gemara in Yuma says that you need to be Teichei Kibara, someone that's not Teichei Kibara, we can't teach Teira to. And the Gemara Bracha says, Adarabah, when we relax the standards and we allow people that were not to come in Bismedrish, it was a great day. It was the right thing to do. L'chayr, we have a steering Gemaris. Stand to the steering, you have to say as follows. Everybody agrees ideally with Rabbi Gamliel. That the ideal, the goal, the perfect situation is that a person has to be if a person's not Teichei Kibare, it's very bad. And if a person never has plans on becoming Teichei Kibare, 
Yuma and the Raman Paskin, you can't teach him Torah. Where Rabbi Ben Azariah was adding is that Rabbi Gamliel said, this is a prerequisite. Rabbi Gamliel <laughs> said that you have to already be Teichei Kibare before we let you mismadrish the first time. That Rabbi Ben Azariah said, no. That Rabbi Ben Azariah said that there's a concept of the Chitzainis being Ma'ir the Pneumius. That a person, the way he acts, will eventually filter down to who he becomes. That the way a person is outwardly eventually will filter inwardly and it will change him. So although he is not yet Teichei Kibarei, we definitely give him entrance into Bismarck, not because I disagree with you that that's the goal, but I, don't, I disagree with you that it's a prerequisite. I'm saying that letting someone in Bismedrish now will enable them to become Teichei Kibare, even though in the meantime they're not Teichei Kibare. And that is what Ablaz ben Azari was, was arguing, and that is that we all can agree. So the Gemara is <laughs> halacha, it's a goal. The Gemara Bracha is saying it's not a prerequisite. With this, a bunch of things work out. So the Gemara in Bracha we're all familiar with, this is a very, very Pasha Takasha. So they fire Rabbi Gamliel, and they come to Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and they say, no, you are Nasi. He goes home, he tells his wife, he comes in, rabbits, and guess what? I became Nasi. So she says, you? You don't have any, any white in your beard. Your beard's all black. You can't become Nasi. So the Gemara says, it's Rachish Lenisa, and he grew 18 rows of white hair in his beard, like we say, Harini Kiben Shimshana. That's the Gemara. Now let me ask you, this is the Gemara we heard many times. Let me ask you a very simple question. The Gemara says why Rabbi Lazar Azari was a great candidate for Nasi. He fit all the boxes. He was a Chacham. He had government connections. He was great Yichas. He was a Siri Ezra. He fit all the boxes. He mamish did the checklist. He was a great candidate. There's one problem. <laughs> Central casting didn't like him. They said, mm, he doesn't look the part. He has a black beard, not a white beard. So it happened in Ace, he grew a white beard. So what is that, a Purim costume? Like, what was cured by the fact that he had a white beard? Do we really need only people that look the part to become a Nazi? Is this, is this all a joke? Which means the Gemara itself said everything was perfect. The Gemara itself said he, ha- he had every mila that he needed. But he needed the white beard. So we gave him a fake white beard. It's not a real white beard. He didn't earn the white beard. It was an ace. So wh- what does that help to qualify him for Nasi? So the Ben Yayadah says over there in Brachis, gorgeous, that Rabbi Allah's Ben Azariah came in to the office thinking like Rabbi Gamliel. Thinking that, yeah, a person, it's a prerequisite to come to Bismedrish, that a person be Teichei Kibare before he comes in. That wasn't the fight between Abu Lazar ben Azariah and Ram Gamliel. They didn't come to that fight. They fought about something else. They fought about Tfilis Arab's rituals. And Abu Lazar ben Azariah was ready to enact Ram Gamliel's policies. Says the Ben Yayada, when his beard turned white, says the Ben Yayada, a light bulb went off in his head. Perhaps this is a Nesman Hashemayim to show me that just like I got the look, got the chitzainus 
of a zakin, got the outside trappings, got the baroi of a nasi, and I will grow as a person into how I look. My chitzainius will be ma'ur, my panemius. My, my maisim will have a hashpa on me. Maybe we should change the policy, Ms. Medrash. Maybe we should also let in people that aren't teichei kibarei, and maybe they too will grow into being Yeshiva Baruchim. And that's why he changed the shita. Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah didn't set out as Nasi to argue with Gamliel on that thing. It's because his beard turned white that he turned that sheet, that he turned that into his shita. The Gemara continues. The Gemara is very odd. If you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says he went home and told his wife about the beard. And his wife said, well, what about it? He grew, he grew, um, he grew 18 rows of white hair. And when he said, Tana, I said, yeah, I'm still kuhu l'shem Pesach. That day they fired the guard. Like, why? What prompted it? And this, the Gemara segued straight from the beard to the firing of the guard. Doesn't, says the Ben that that's what happened. His growth of the white beard is what planted the seed in his head that maybe we should get rid of the guard, that it's a prerequisite of Teichei Kibara. And this answers another thing in the Gemara. The Gemara says Durham Gamliel was very upset. He was very depressed. He was very depressed that there's so many more people in the Bismedrish. He saw what happened. Well, and he was depressed. Now I don't understand. Durham Gamliel enacted this policy. Durham Gamliel was the one that said no. I know we have hundreds of applicants, but we're only admitting the ones that are Teichei Kibari. Rav Gamliel saw the applications, and Rav Gamliel saw the admissions. Rav Gamliel knew this for years. 150 people apply every year, 10 are accepted. 500 people apply every year, 20 are accepted. Rav Gamliel knew the numbers. So yeah, when they yanked the entrance exam, when they fired the Shemar Pesach, yeah, admissions ballooned. Fresh Neitzach admissions ballooned. We dropped the requirements. <laughs> Why was he depressed? He knew all along how many people applied and how many people were rejected. Zak Harim, that Ram Gamliel always assumed that the people he turned away wouldn't turn into anything because they weren't Teichei Kibare. What he saw and what caused him to be depressed was that I never realized the effect of a surrounding on somebody. That a person that is surrounded with good, even though inside he's not good yet, can become good. A person's chitzenis can be ma'ir their panemius. Ramon Gamliel saw the lesson that Rablaz ben Azariah just learned. Rablaz ben Azariah was prompted by his beard to allow people that weren't there yet, but striving to be there. And then he enacted that. And then Ramon Gamliel saw how much effect it had on people. And Ram Gamliel changed his shita. That's why he was depressed. He saw what allowing the chitzayinius to be ma'ura the panimis and not being makbid on teichei kibare as a precondition, but aspiring for teichei kibare could lead to. And that's the difference in Gemara. That of course everyone agrees you need teichei kibare as a goal. What changed in the Gemara brachas is it's not a prerequisite, but it's a goal. Yeah.